the nasty things podcast uh hope you enjoyed that intro today on this wonderful episode episode number two unfortunately the big bad hillbilly ed ain't gonna be with us this time can't really get into it right now but he ain't here but in replacement i have the great and powerful robbie the gent hey man how's it going it's going pretty good Pretty so uh happy to be here it's an exciting absolutely time. great great Very cool. um it, it's not going to take much to to replace ed so <laughs> i hope we i are. can live up to the uh <laughs> the, the man that is ed all right well <laughs> if, if, if as long as you, you ain't as vulgar we are the nasty things podcast so let's get nasty sounds good all right great all right so were you aware that the DCU, right? Yeah. So the DCU has officially found it's Kevin Feige, which is James Gunn and Saffron. Uh, I don't know who Saffron is, but I think I know James Gunn. Okay. So Saffron has mostly done horror flicks, so The Conjuring, etc. He kind of built that universe on its own. So he's going to be kind of the co- co-Kevin Feige having uh, influence on the movies. And James Gunn, you know, as you know, you've known him for The Guardians, Volume 1, 2, 3. He's also done Dust Suicide Squad, which, uh, again, I thought it was pretty damn good. Is he officially has taken over the the whole DC Universe. And part of his first fucking move is the guy went, forget being Thanos, where he just snaps half of the universe he just went in and snapped the entire universe and makes it, and now is going to start from scratch, and it's a full-on reboot. So I think it's actually the right direction to go. How do you feel, the gent? Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely more of a Marvel guy right now. I I have read both Marvel and DC, but mostly Marvel comics. So you know, I'm a little biased there, but uh, I want DC to do well. I you know, I'd be super happy if they had the same kind of numbers that Marvel had. Um, and if James Gunn, James Gunn is going to do that, then that's great. And I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Absolutely. No, I, I, I could see that. I've actually, um, for the most part, I've always been a Marvel guy myself. But clearly, you know, my favorite superhero has always been Batman, yeah. DC Universe guy. So, you know, I think there's a lot of exciting things to go about. Specifically because um, I think if he would have just kind of, kind of came in, I kind of explained this in the first episode to all the other re-listeners to this episode, is I kind of explained that I thought they were going to kind of retool the universe. So essentially keep some things they liked, some things they didn't. The fact that he's restarting the whole thing and then just, you know, basically, yeah, he went, he went full Thanos. And again, I'm a Marvel fan. He snapped it and just completely all of it's erased and he's starting from scratch. So there's a lot of good things to look forward to. Now, as far as um, as far as things that I'd like to see is uh, one of the characters that I think needs the most love is if we're going to talk about love, because I mean, I love Batman, but we've seen a lot of iterations of Batman at this point. Yeah. And uh on that note, I think uh, the character that needs the most love, and I would love, is Superman. That's the first character I think they should really focus on is Superman. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I when I was growing up, I watched Smallville a bunch. And right. I love Smallville. Like, it, you know, it was a pretty cool show. 
Yep. Um, I don't know if it would do as well today if it came out and I was watching it, mm-hmm. but um, I think Superman definitely has some potential to be a cool character. And uh, yeah, if they can do something great with him, there's lots to work with there. So uh, shouldn't be too hard, but uh, it hasn't always panned out for Superman. So we'll see. Yeah, I just I just think it's the writing staff and uh, you know, um, I actually didn't really watch Smallville if I'm gonna be honest, but uh, the things that I did see from it is uh, one character that I absolutely thought they nailed was Lex Luthor. Yeah, for sure. As far as Lex Luthor, I mean, I'm talking. I've seen. Um, I've seen. Well, clearly the Man of Steel. Oh, sorry, BVS Superman. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the biggest fan of his. Uh, Kevin Spacey did okay. Um, the original um, uh, Superman, uh, Lex Luthor. Um, yeah, he, again, like he didn't really feel like Lex Luthor. As far as yeah. Lex Luthor's have gone, oh, Smallville has absolutely nailed it. Yeah, for sure. And in that regard, no, I, that's one thing they've nailed really well. And um, this will probably bring a little bit of excitement on your end is he's actually the original Lex Luthor, which I believe it was Brendan Rassian. Okay, actually, can you look that up real quick there, gent? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, uh my ma- my mind's a little hazy, but here we go. We got the uh, Robbie the Gen over here being a gentleman as he's supposed to be uh, outside of the nasty me here, and um yeah he's just gonna yeah he's gonna look him up now and if I can if I can find it yeah I know by all means huh no, liars how blow no 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 it's probably not him it's uh, I think it's like it's uh just look up Smallville uh Lex Luthor oh Smallville Lex Luthor yes oh, that's okay. the one I'm talking about yeah no not not the uh not the 1940s Lex Luthor that was 1940s yeah there you go that's what I figured uh, right when I heard that name I don't know let's see yeah yeah no by all means but uh yeah I think um while while we got uh the gen over here looking up uh Lex from Smallville that um i there is a lot of exciting things about the dcu coming forward you know there's you know superman's one of the big ones um of course uh green lantern i think needs some love too and a lot of the other characters maybe we can get some uh, yes, uh it's, you got it's it. michael rosenbaum that's exactly okay so michael rosenbaum all right perfect so on a good note, is Michael Rosenberg, oh, Rosenbog. R- Rosenbaum, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be one of the names that is just going to stick. All right, so he is actually really good friends with James Gunn, and he's already kind of semi-nominated himself to be the Lex Luthor of now. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, and yeah. I think also, like, uh, Smallville had a lot of time to flesh out its characters, and I feel like Superman, a lot of the time, is just... It's hard to make those characters work unless you have a lot of time to, to do it. Because he, he just ends up so two-dimensional, right? He's just strong, fast, and the, the story doesn't really like make it out as an interesting story. So, yeah. yeah, hopefully, I don't know. Absolutely. I think that uh, on, the, on the Superman end of things, is uh, I, think, I think the key thing is that um, things that they haven't really done properly is Superman's actually one of the most relatable characters. Not as far as his his abilities. His abilities are. I mean, we clearly can't. Re- I clearly can't. Not not on my not on my bad day. I can't lift the car up. Maybe on my good day, but Superman on his bad, worse or greatest day he can lift up a car and and in some iterations can even destroy a planet with a punch. So they they seem to nail that to a degree, but they never relate to his struggle with being alienated from everyone else. 
with uh, having to control his abilities, control his strength, and uh, knowing that if he if if he holds something too tightly, he breaks it, he destroys it. Yeah, it's just it's a whole complex thing. He's a character that's actually a lot more complex that we've seen. And of course, uh, all them Snyderite fans, uh, yeah, I'm calling all y'all motherfuckers, clearly don't know the character. And we do not need any more evil Superman. Right. I, I don't think we'll ever see the kind of Superman story that you just talked about. I don't think like uh I don't think the, the, the companies wanna portray him like that, but who knows, maybe we will. Well, I mean, uh you have James Gunn on board and as long as he doesn't direct Superman, that's kind of my <laughs> that's the one thing that I'm kind of not really with because I think he has a very specific style. Kind of like Take Watiti. They have very specific styles. And as far as Superman, I hope he has maybe... He has, uh, on a positive note, he has talked about uh, about uh, the DC uh, animated universe sort of being being the uh his uh his like look the, the inspiration the inspiration for what he's what he's going for which is honestly probably the best thing right because yeah. i think they've absolutely nailed it mm-hmm. that's actually one side where i would say that even when marvel released their own uh animated movies still got nowhere near the dc movies which is why i always wonder like how how exactly can you get it wrong when you have such great animation side of things right right they definitely feel the most like comic books yeah. right exactly yeah. that's and that and that's that's been my issue with it right like i don't know how you can't adapt that mm-hmm. it's hard to capture i mean apparently so. yeah of course so right but uh but yeah so what's something you'd like to see in uh the dcu coming coming forward i know you're more of a going forward sorry um yeah i guess the nasty side of things is really just keeps sticking in my mind so <laughs> forget about the coming side uh what do i like dc i mean my favorite dc story and now we're on superman i'm just talking about i'm thinking about red sun like red Uh sun is so cool yeah absolutely Uh, i like that story too i mean obviously we're never going to get that because you you never know man. well you never know that's true you you never know it they could kind of make it i mean it's it's standalone in the comic book Mm -hmm. um but you never you know they probably go something a little more traditional but those are the kind of stories i like that are Uh you know standalone weird no no absolutely I think I think it's a story that could happen way down the line just because uh, they're going to kind of I think uh, based on what James Gunn has seen from the early going of Marvel, I think they're going to kind of they're going to take their time like Marvel. So we're going to get a fleshed out Superman. Right. Rather than the way Snyder went about it, where it was essentially he had a three movie four movie plan. Sorry, was Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League one, Justice League two. And then in the process try to build a universe right. which makes no sense right yeah so i think that's a story what well sorry actually yeah yeah for correct people, yeah go for ahead. people that don't know uh red sun is if superman instead of landing in a farm in uh the united states lands in a farm in russia and becomes a, a russian super weapon to help russia take over the world during the cold war um and it it shifts the balance of power uh that russia starts taking over uh, and it, it really changes the course of, of history. Uh, and it's kind of how they deal with that. And characters are trying to fight against Superman that are traditionally American uh, superheroes. Yep. And it, it's cool because, you know, like you said, it is it is Superman the bad guy again, but it's a twist on it that is uh, something I haven't seen before. No, and uh, you know what? Um, what I was going to actually quickly say is on a positive note is that James Gunn seems pretty on board with having 
other things that aren't connected on the big landscape of the DCU, right? Because uh, he did say that the Batman will continue, but it's going to be its own thing, right? Right, yeah. So uh, a Red Sun story could very well happen, but it could be... And again, and it works because... Uh, it works because... Uh, what's I'm going to call it? It'll, it will it won't have any connection. And Superman, yeah, it'll, he'll... He, yeah, grew up in Russia, etc. And then actually Batman is a very controversial hero in that story where... Yeah he's standing up for the little guy but at the same time it's sort of he he does he he does what uh what essentially uh yeah like he he does what uh he he does heroic things but not heroic things at the same time so Mm -hmm. it's uh it's like an anti-hero meets uh yeah no sorry the word was extremist so he he, he's an extremist in the actions that he does yes yeah yeah, it's not a bad story. I could actually see something like that happen. Is there any other character that you'd like to see uh, brought to life in the DCU? Um, who do I like a lot? I mean, you know, I like Martian Manhunter a lot. We haven't really seen. Oh, oh, by the way, fucking love that fucking answer right there. Yeah, I mean, because that's actually one of the first. That's actually one of the biggest things that I hated about uh, the Snyder universe is. Um, to me, the original members, I mean, I want Martian Manhunter, I want Batman, I want Wonder Woman, I want Hawkgirl, I want Hawkeye, and uh, I want Green Lantern and The Flash. Those are, of course, Superman, but but those are the essentials. No, Martian Manhunter, I fucking love that answer. That's exactly who I, who I would like to see more of. Yeah, I can, I can understand why it's hard to do, but um, I think it's cool. And then I think Extended Universe Green Lantern Corps... It absolutely would be sweet as well i would well. fucking love that um i feel like marvel has really captured the kind of extended galaxy model like they oh, brought yeah. in the scrolls and you know the kree and stuff like that and i feel like you could do that with the lanterns exactly and and the great thing about that is i mean i mean james gunn dealt with the fucking guardians of the galaxy yeah exactly and if i'm gonna be fucking honest i had no idea who the fuck the guardians of the galaxy are and i'm a big marvel fan up until we saw the movies and then James Gunn did such a good job of like bringing those characters to life. And on top of that, like making us care about every character. Right. Yeah. I mean, he right? kind of rebuilt guardians as well. Like, you know, Oh, absolutely. You know, they weren't exactly the way that they're portrayed oh, no. in the Definitely show not. or in the movies now. Um, and so that, yeah, it, that even proves your point even more that he has like a vision for, for characters that can work uh, in a team like that, which is exciting. And you know what? I would actually like him to do a green lantern course movie. Yeah, that'd be I cool. think I think he would nail it. Um, the Green Lantern that I would like—I uh, don't know if you share the same appear, uh, opinion as me—would be uh, John Stewart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I'd... Or, or do you prefer Hal Jordan? Or I mean, I don't Guy know Gardner that much. Like, I'm not. I never really read the Green Lantern stories, mm-hmm. but just having them in the universe pop up from time to time um, was the thing that I thought was cool. So. Okay. I mean, I, don't, I definitely don't have a favorite Green Lantern. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a big Green Lantern guy, but oh, the, no, the neither, whole like mythos is sweet. Neither am I. Um, if I'm going to be straight about Green Lantern, uh, I got his basis from the Justice League show. Yeah. So because of that, I have a very close connection to Jon Stewart rather than Hal Jordan. Yeah. Because, I mean, some of them hardcore Green Lantern fans that are listening right now are probably wondering, yeah. where's Guy Gardner? Where's, why isn't Hal Jordan? But... I just think it's something that would be, it, 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 I, I just, I don't know. I've always liked, uh, I always liked uh, John Stewart more. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But uh, moving on. Yeah, cool. Here is actually something more along, something that you would know a little bit more about. Yeah. 
right. And we're going we're going to go into this topic here. And the topic is the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. Okay. So, what I mean by that are what are some of the things that you're excited about with Marvel going forward? And, of course, in the process, which movie are you most hyped about going forward right now? All right. So, I mean, obviously, I love Marvel. Um, I was super invested uh, for the last couple phases. Uh, and I kind of dropped off during COVID mm-hmm. and, you know, lost it a bit. Yep. Um, but I'm excited for it to kind of come back and and be something that I'm super invested again. Um I, I I think some of the, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried and I'm excited. Uh, okay, it, let's it, get started with the worried part. Let's okay. start with the bad news, then we'll go with the good news. Just to end on a positive note. And then I'll follow up and I'll tell you what I think. Sure. So do you remember when they announced Civil War? And yep. You were hyped as fuck? Absolutely, I of was. Of course, everyone was. But you were also in the back of your mind a little terrified, right? Because they didn't have that many characters you yeah. know, they were never going to make it as good as the comics were going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that a little bit uh, because... Uh, they had a closer connection to the comic book. Yeah. Rather yeah. than what what we got in the movie. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. you know, I I think that that might happen again um, with certain of the things that are coming out. Like Secret Invasion is, is the thing that I am the most excited about. And yeah. I don't think it's going to get the justice it deserves. Um, just because, just because they can't, you know, they don't have, they don't have T'Challa, you know, they don't really have Xavier, they don't have Elektra, they don't have, you know, there's so many characters, uh, they have Namor, but Mm -hmm. these characters aren't flushed out yet completely, and I think that they'll do a good storyline, but it won't be, uh, the, the movie that I dream of it being from the comics. So, just to, just to cut you off there real quickly, sadly, The Secret Wars is actually going to be a television series. Yeah. There's there's two, right? So, I, uh-huh. I, like I said, I haven't been following it completely. Uh-huh. Um, Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. So, one is a movie and one is a oh, show. Oh, sorry. So you meant Secret Wars. My bad. My no, bad. Secret I, Wars is the TV show? Is sorry, sorry. Right? Secret Invasion is the television yeah, show. Yeah. Okay. So, that's the worst. Secret Wars is the is the movie. Exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. Right, I mean, right. Well, that, but that's like much... Down the road. Down the road, exactly. Right. And I loved I loved Secret Wars. That was like the last, probably the big, f- the last full story arc that I read mm-hmm. was like the new Avengers, that full, like it's like a hundred and something issues. Uh, and I read the whole thing and then it, it went right into Secret Wars and I read not every issue of Secret Wars, like all the, the tie-ins and yeah. stuff, but I read all the main storyline, all the like Doom stuff that went with it, all the Fantastic Four stuff that went with it. Yeah. Um, all the like... Yeah, most of the stuff that went with it, which was really cool. And after that, I haven't really read like a full hundred issue series since then. So I am psyched for that, and that's great. But um, like you said, like I just don't think a TV series is gonna be able to make it make uh, yeah. Secret Invasion what it could be. Yeah. So I think um, yeah. So getting into that point is yeah, it, it won't quite be in the big scale that it yeah. was in the comic books where. I mean, I, I remember, uh, I think you told me a while back that one of the things that excited you more, most about it was just the idea that you see Captain America, you see Iron Man kill Captain America for, and you're just like, what the fuck, man? Like, or, or even Captain America just brutally killing Ant-Man. 
And then everyone's like, what the hell, man? Then it turns out he's a fucking squirrel. That's right. kind of what you've always wanted to see on screen. Yeah, these characters, you 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 don't uh-huh. expect these things. And then, you know, Black Bolt's a, a, a scroll or Electra's a scroll, And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I no, I absolutely agree with you there. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be in that big of a scale. I think it will be a good series just because uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a very. Yeah, it'll, it'll be good because, I mean, you got Samuel Jackson in it with Nick Fury. And a couple of other solid actors that are going to probably pop up. You'll probably get a little bit of surprises. And you probably will get the who the fuck's a scroll, who's not. Yeah. But not not in the big scale of uh, somebody as big as Shang-Chi or, 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 in, uh, or, yeah, like Namor, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. Like, they don't want to... They're, they're worth billions? Millions? Bill, millions. The characters are worth millions of dollars. Oh, absolutely. And they, they don't want to kill them off just for, like, one moment in a film. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, but it could be something interesting. Um, yeah, no, the the Secret Wars though. Yeah, I think they're gonna go pretty fucking crazy on that one. Man. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but that, like you said, that's a ways down the road, mm-hmm. right? Like not even announced. I assume. Um, no, it is. Oh, it is absolutely announced. is announced. Oh, okay, okay, cool. It's actually uh, so the first one that was announced is uh, Kang's Dynasty. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, I just want to double check that that's actually the name. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, because uh, I know the listeners were gonna, the hardcore listeners here will. Well, let me have it if I get it wrong here. So, so let's yeah, let's just double check that there. I mean, let's even see what well, let's even see what's coming up. We got Ant Man exactly. and the Wasp. Yep. Uh, Quantum Mania, which yep. from the trailer I don't think looks that great, but I'm excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I love Kang the Conqueror. As do I. So I, you know, he's going to be in it. He's the main villain. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, so you know that's sweet. Yeah, so um, I was correct. Kang Dynasty. Kang Dynasty. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then Avengers Secret War. Wow, exactly. Yeah. No, no, it's it's all planned in, and from what we're hearing, I mean, they're gonna go pretty crazy with it, man. I mean, um, from what we're hearing is uh, t- is Tobey Maguire will be in it. Twenty twenty six. Yeah. Holy shit. Doesn't matter, man. Still. No. Yeah, I, I I agree. It doesn't matter. It's you'll probably have fucking five kids by then. Man. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Well, you never know, man. You never know. But uh yeah, no, that's that's exciting. But um you know, and uh but but yeah, I guess yeah, I think I think the I think uh Ant-Man uh Quantum Realm it, it I think it'll be fine. I'm just more excited the fact that we're getting Kang the Conqueror and we'll see where he goes from there. Yeah. And if you've seen Loki, you can see uh that actor is just fucking he's going to be great. So good. As Kang. I loved him actually. I yeah. thought he fucking nailed it, man. Yeah, I agree. So I can only imagine where he officially is Kang, because really he wasn't really called Kang right. in yeah, Loki, yeah. right? Yeah, so, and he wasn't Kang in Loki. You know, it's going to be a different version of that character. Exactly, he's a different variant. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it is. And that's why, um, and and that and that's why. Uh, okay, so you would say the least the movie you're least excited about as far as MCU would be Ant Man and the Wasp. Then, uh, I mean, I just saw Thunderbolts on here. Uh, that is way down the line. Is that way down the line? Oh yeah. As far as this year, Marvels is Marvels going to be good? Yeah, oh, yeah. So as far as this year, it's the Marvels, um, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Realm, and then of course Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. All right. Those yeah. are the big three. For I mean, the year. I think Guardians will probably be the best movie. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, and, and then I, you know, then the other two. But I feel like it's a toss up. We just don't know enough. Yeah. And uh, do I, we, I th- yeah, do we, sorry. Ahead. Do we know the 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 bad guy for Marvels? 
for the Marvels? No, no, not okay. yet. Okay, cool. So, which is great, right? Because uh, as you said before, is um, you you're completely the opposite of what I am, right? I don't like looking up spoilers. I like being surprised in the theater. Right. Is you've said in the past that you know Spider Man No Way Home was ruined because of the spoilers, rather than being surprised about all the the surprising elements like seeing Toby, seeing Andrew. It was uh, it wasn't as exciting as it would have been if if you didn't know. Yeah, it, it wasn't as exciting, but that's not really why. I mean, we're also different, and that's not what we love about these movies. Is like mm-hmm. I love watching these storylines get brought to life and the characters get brought to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and some part of me wants to know the storyline that I'm going into a little bit at least, like mm-hmm. you know, watching Civil War come to life, or I you know, obviously Infinity Wars is very different than the comic book version of that story. But um, having some idea of what was going to happen is something that I enjoy. Whereas I know you are more into like getting surprised by things and uh, being excited by, by the, the, the things they do. Okay. So yeah, basically, yeah. Like a uh, proper storytelling, want the sto- you have an idea of what the story is about. So the hypnosis, in other words, is you're okay with, I'm okay with the hypnosis too, just to have a rough, uh, rough idea of what's going to happen. But I like the little, little, little surprises that, come with it right like yeah. uh i mean there's always going to be changes right they're never going to one-to-one a comic book for sure oh no it's 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 impossible to do and then the issue is that then they do it spot on and then you have the complaint of the comic fans well fuck i went to the movies and i yeah this is what i expected right i saw it in the comic book it's better so that's that's where things kind of change right and for that reason alone i think they have to make slight changes yeah but um, while we're in this topic, is um, what do you believe that there's going to be any characters biting the dust this year in the MCU? Uh, do I think there's going to be any characters in all of MCU biting the dust? Yeah, as far as major, major ones. So, let, <laughs> major I mean, we can't, we pick, we can't pit fucking civilian number five, uh, Jack civilian three, and then he gets he gets shot up and killed or hit by a shield or something you can't go there right um man that's so hard to say i think you know i think it's pretty likely that someone like uh uh what's his name from ant-man the older guy oh well i mean uh the original hank 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 pym hank pym come on man no no sorry i was i was michael douglas you were thinking of michael douglas rather than i I don't know actors i don't know actors no fair enough enough. you should have just gone hank i should have gone hank pym you're right okay i don't know you don't need to go the actors bro come on um i think he's like likely to go you know i think he probably is okay with being done in the mcu a little bit but you know i don't know uh i know that there is a Guardians character that has not renewed their contract and has said they are not coming back for another movie. Yep, I saw that, actually. Yeah, I saw so, that on the news. You know, that's exciting, uh, which could indicate that, you know, they're not coming back. But who knows? Maybe they they go off on a, another planet and we just never see that character again. Yeah. So, you know, it's I think it's so hard to call. Um, but, yeah. But if you had to pick one just for the segment, just for the listeners... Who would I want to go? No, no, no. Who not? Who would you want? Who would who I have to bet think? the money? If if right now let's 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 a put thousand a, bucks if I get it right. Well, a thousand. I mean, hey, if you want to bet a thousand dollars, I'm a betting man. So you know, you're asking the wrong guy here. <laughs> um, who do I think's going? Who do I think's going? Uh, none of the people in Marvel seem like they're gonna go. Um, all the Guardians. I mean, 
I think Guardians has the most likely chance of losing a character. You know, I think mm-hmm. that series has kind of come, not come to an end, but it has the longest arc currently. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's the one that they're most willing to kind of decide that, okay, these actors have put in their time Absolutely, and they're yeah. probably ready to be done. I can see that. Uh, something like Marvel's, all those, I mean, Miss um, Marvel, or sorry, Captain Marvel, uh, she has put in a couple movies and but I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, definitely not. And I don't, I don't think Monica Rambeau will go anywhere. Yeah, I agree. Or Kamala Khan either. No, no they're building up those characters and they, they put the time in and they haven't had the payoff yet. And mm-hmm. so I think we need to see them in a couple more films. No, I agree. Um, and yeah. So anyway, those, those are my thought. I don't know who exactly, but I think if you're, if you're looking to, you know, find some bodies, I think it's in Guardians. I agree. And I will actually be the ballsy one of this situation. Yeah, and I'll it. actually throw... The characters that I think that are going to bite the dust for the Guardian, and I'm picking Guardians of the Galaxy, which again I kind of agreed. I don't, I don't, um, I just uh, like like uh, Robbie the Gen over here said, is I just can't uh, I can't see the Marvels being somebody where somebody bites the dust. Maybe Ant Man actually. Now that I think about it, yeah, maybe Ant Man. Which um, he did bring up that uh, Hank Pym could be a guy that that bites the dust for sure. Yeah, or the mom. I don't. know. Yeah, uh, that's what's her right. Name? No, uh, I should know this as well wasp the wasp uh, no no i no, mean the original know. wasp okay yeah. sure jeanette no it's not no it's not jeanette actually jesus it's fine. Christ. i shouldn't we're, have said it we're, we're 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 it's losing okay. our, we, we, we're losing we our... just, we'll move past brain fart both no of no definitely not janet. we got it janet it's janet yeah i was right jeanette jeanette okay yeah <laughs> i go jeanette because it's you know it's the latino side it's of the me. latino janet exactly yeah. all right so yeah those are yeah that could actually you know what that Fuck, that might have changed my, <laughs> not quite my answer. And then she's gone. Yeah, because if you think about it, I mean, I can't see Michelle Pfeiffer really yeah. being a, in, in the long, uh, like in the long, la- like the long landscape of things. Yeah. I can't really see her being somebody that sticks around for that long either. So she and and Michael Douglas probably doesn't give a shit either. <laughs> I could honestly, yeah. if they tell him, "Hey, you're gonna die," cool. Yeah, I see him kind of like that. So, yeah, those are actually two choices that I didn't think of. But I will stick with my original, the, the original ones that I think. And I believe that Rocket is probably going to bite the dust. Just based on the trailer that I've seen, he's going to be the most emotional one because I don't know about you, but he's one of my favorite Guardians. I mm-hmm. think Rocket, Star-Lord, and, yeah, I mean, of course we love Groot because he's, you know, he's he's like the cute one out of the group, I yeah. guess you could say. And, man masculinely say that Groot is cute all right and uh but uh yeah i think rocket it because it'll have the most emotional impact but then again i mean uh a specific trailer moment that also makes me think the character that also did say he's not coming back in the future which is if nobody knows everybody that has the internet should know drax the destroyer played by dave batista yeah did say he won't be coming back in any future projects so that could be one that also hits it. And in the trailer, like I was going to mention before, they did say that uh, a character nobody cares about and just somebody nobody cares about and to kill him. Yeah. Might be talking about himself, even though I'm, I have met some Drax fans, but for the most part, I mean, I hear most people talk about Star-Lord, um, Rocket, and Groot. I mean, Gamora, you can't really kill her again. I mean... <laughs> It just makes no sense. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I think my my picks, if we're going to do a little parlay bet here, 
is I will fucking go with Rocket or Drax. But since we can only pick one, and I'm just going to say we can only pick one, is I will say Rocket is going to bite the dust as far as MCU movies coming this year. Sure. And it'll be a heartwarming moment, and we're all going to cry. Just like in, just like I semi-cried in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've... I mean, maybe maybe this is just me remembering, misremembering things, but I think I've heard uh, Matthew McConaughey say that he wasn't super psyched about always playing this character that has only voice lines and no actual acting. Oh, that's actually Bradley Cooper. You got or that sorry, mistake. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. That's right. That's the one. <laughs> it's an actor. I don't know. It's I don't all know. good, man. It's all good. <laughs> um, that's why so, you got me here, man. That's right. That's what you're for. So uh, anyway, yeah, I think I think it's a good bet. No, absolutely. That's why we got the comic guy here, which I, Sometimes. I, I, just, to be, just to be fair, I am a comic reader and I do have a passion for comics and I do read them quite a bit. This guy has a little a little insight that I don't know about specific things. And then in the acting side, I mean, clearly, I mean, I <laughs> yeah. follow a lot of fucking actors. True. So it's not really fair in that regard. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, it'll definitely be Rocket. Rocket's, uh, Rocket's my, one of my number one picks for character to bite the dust bite for the, dust. the MCU. And uh, with that being said... Is there any characters in the MCU that you'd like to see come to life live action? Yeah, it doesn't have to be next year. It doesn't have to be just in the next six or seven years. Man, um, I should have thought about this one. Who do I want to see come? To, I mean, the obvious answer, the mm. the correct answer. Yes, let's hear that. Do you do you know the correct answer? What is the correct answer? The correct answer is Doom. Okay. That's, that's a fucking great answer. That's yeah. the correct answer. Yep. Um, I I would be surprised if anyone else is going to win the popular vote. But um, who do I who do I have kind of like in my heart that I would like to see? Let's go. Let's go with the hipster pick. Man. The hipster pick. Yeah. Oh, I I don't think I'm like I don't know Marvel enough to be a hipster, but um, who do I like? You know. Well, <sighs> ba- based on both of our knowledges of Marvel. It, on the landscape of the general audience, it possibly will be a hipster pick. Just, just a heads up, man. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I think, you know, obviously another easy pick is all, uh, all the X Men. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's, I think, yeah. I think that is a more popular pick actually. Now that oh, I think cool. about it, yeah, this is, I, I actually think it's more of a general audience pick. I, agree. I think, I think, or, or even the hardcore X Men fans. Funny that you bring up the X Men. Is I think that realistically like there's a couple of things that the fox universe got right um wolverine honestly as uh, outside of the height and the appearance and sometimes the appearance because um is he was pretty damn fucking great as wolverine Mm -hmm. and uh but outside of outside of wolverine and i actually really did like fastbender as magneto um Patrick Stewart was all right as Xavier. This is an unpopular opinion, probably by most. Is um, would have liked them to have not gone with a British actor, just because he isn't British in the comics. He's actually from New York. But um, no, I see what you mean. And yeah, I think X Men needs the more Marvel push to it. The more more comic book push. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I think maybe X Men Two is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time because as a Hot child. <laughs> No way. That's not... I don't even think that is a hot take. I think... Have you seen it recently? Uh, I have seen it recently. And obviously, it doesn't hold up. Okay, there you go. Okay. But it I doesn't like hear it that, doesn't man. matter. It doesn't matter. Because that was the movie that started it for me, right? Okay. You know, that's the yeah, movie yeah. that, that, I'll give you that made me realize that I should be buying comic books. 
Oh, really? uh, Hmm. I mean, I was buying a couple before them, but I think it really solidified that this is a cool thing uh, that I want to get into and and learn more about. Like, I didn't really know the X-Men stories before that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, I I wasn't raised watching, uh, like, the X-Men, you know, cartoons or anything like that. So I I didn't have that in my life. And so, Uh you know, this movie brought it brought into it to life, life and yeah then, super cool and then you were more interested in the characters after that okay. yeah and so yeah like you said you know it doesn't hold up compared to some of the modern stuff but it, it's still an awesome movie to be fair it holds up over the sam raimi fucking spider-man movies yeah i mean i, I don't know if you fucking tried to watch spider-man one two and three yeah i could not okay. do it oh jesus christ man like i went back and i watched leading up to no way home i'm like okay i'm gonna watch Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Then I'm going to watch the Andrew Garfield movies. Then I'm going to watch the Tom Holland movies. Jeez, Sam Raimi was fucking brutal. Like, I forgot how super cheesy they were. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to, <laughs> getting back to your topic. I mean, anime. I liked those movies too when I was a kid, but not to the same extent. Yeah. You no, know, I, I, see what I, you mean. I liked X-Men way more. No, X-Men 2 uh, at the time. No, I absolutely agree with you there. Is X2 at the time? Oh, man. Absolutely. I love that movie specifically wolverine's mansion scene nightcrawler's fucking scene in the beginning of the oh, movie it's the best opening it's fucking sequence great that you know okay. no in in that so, regard so absolutely i don't think it holds up like it used to right but absolutely i agree with you there is uh yeah there's there are some cool moments and there are things to look forward to as far as well there was things to look forward to at the time right mm-hmm. and uh no i agree the nightcrawler scene was fucking awesome yeah all right so so your picks are X-Men. X-Men. And Doctor Doom. And Doctor Doom. And and just more crossovers. You know, what I love in comics is seeing, you know, I, I loved New Avengers because we had uh the the crazy not the craziest crossovers, but we just had so many different characters coming in and out. You know? You know, you have Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Iron Man, all in one team. But then you also have like uh uh like smaller characters too, like uh, I don't know who's on there. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Unbreakable Skin. Oh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, you got Luke Cage. Absolutely. Yep. Um, you have Spider Woman is on that team at times. Elektra yeah. is in the mix a little bit. Spider Woman will be a little harder to get on there, but I see what you mean. Just characters that you would not see together yeah, typically. Exactly. All united into. Like and it might happen too. Like like you said, if Guardians, if this is the last Guardians, yeah, where are they going to go? They're going to go into these like mixed yeah. teams where you have a cool character, like you know you have Star Lord or you have, I mean Rocket or Drax, whoever survives through this yeah. movie, it could get put onto this mixed team that is kind of like a new Avengers, but uh, for people that have lost lost yeah. their own movies, which would which would be sweet. I'd be super into it. Yeah, that's you know what it's not a it's not a not a bad take. And oddly enough, it's funny you bring up Guardians, is I actually think that um, after Guardians Volume 3, I think that um, a lot of the Guardians will will kind of be gone. Yeah. Like, I can kind of see Star-Lord having his happy ending, kind of his yeah. goodbye. Um, Rocket, like I said, will bite the dust. I think even Drax, I think you could even see two Guardians, you know, like, die. Mm-hmm. And... And then, like, Groot, Groot is somebody that realistically, yeah, Vin Diesel probably is happy to get a paycheck with him, and I don't see him going anywhere. But even if he did go somewhere, I mean, it's arm Groot, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's not too hard to do. But, uh, no, I, I agree with you, actually. I do like seeing characters that you would typically not see um, 
united together, united together in a movie. Yeah. And no, that's actually, you know, that's a great take. Um, And yeah, no, Doom is, going back to Doom, no, fuck, I mean, I've been wanting a proper Doom for years. I mean, he's such a, specifically in the comic books, he's such a, like, critical character. He He's enemies with the Avengers. He was enemies with Iron Man. We never got that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, I mean, we're almost definitely going to get the, the Fantastic yeah. Four are coming, Oh, no, that's happening. You know, and they're not, you know, not going to bring the Fantastic Four. You know, maybe Galactus is first. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't get Doom until we, you know, who knows? But he is coming. Like, they, the money's there. It's just a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. But I hope it happens sooner than later. Yeah, no, I, I actually do think it will happen sooner than later. Just because uh, just because um, the characters that uh, unfortunately I don't see happening sooner than later are probably, one, the X-Men. And two, specifically out of the X-Men, I don't see Wolverine, like MCU's take on Wolverine, yeah. happening anytime soon. Which is sad because Wolverine is my favorite X-Men. So, you know, as a kid I watched the show, as a kid I read the comics. Actually, one of my first ever comic books was an X-Men comic. Nice. Which uh, an adaption that I like to see is the Sauron and the Savage Land, just because uh, me personally, it's again, it's a hot take because most people probably do not give a shit about the Savage Land. Yeah. But because it was one of my first comic books that I read, I have a special place for the Savage Land, and for that reason alone, I'd like to see that eventually be live action. It doesn't have to be the first movie, but eventually live action, I would like that. Yeah, I mean I think it'll definitely get a call out eventually. But, oh, yeah, uh, they'll, they'll crash a jet there. Already no already had one actually. Did they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um Doctor Strange in the multiverse of Oh yeah, Madness. Madness, which uh, wasn't really a multiverse movie. Right, right, right. But right. they added in there. Nice. Okay, yeah, cool. So I, so I missed that. I it, it was a quick uh it was a quick little clip there. Right. Yeah. So Yeah, but now for my actual picks for because I did realize, yeah, you pick X Men, you pick Doom, is um, yeah, I'd like to see that's now that I think about it. As far <laughs> as like, I'm gonna go full on fucking hipster with it. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see. God damn, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, X Men and Fantastic Four, such a great fucking act. Or sorry, no, you know what? Yeah, the Fantastic Four, which we are getting. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, they need some love on top. I mean, if we're going to get a great Doom, we got to get a great Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's the number one, Fantastic Four is one. And um, I know it was announced, but, you know, clearly Blade is somebody that's that's been pretty big to me. Yeah. Um, and, on yeah, Blade. And, um, yeah, like, yeah, basically them. And, uh, and something that I do want to see in the future is... A Midnight Suns movie, all right? I've been fucking waiting for that forever. I don't care how it's done, but we need a Midnight Suns movie. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right? I mean, like, it's just... I, I think mean, you're going to be waiting a long time, but... <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, hey, man, it could happen in Doctor Strange, right? Uh, Yeah, sure. It could happen. Who knows? Yeah. It, it could happen. But uh, on, uh, on to... Moving on from the MCU, but continuing... Or, sorry. Continuing with the MCU... Is I read somewhere, can't it doesn't have to be the most accurate that there's a massive possibility that there could be an Alpha Flight either television series or movie. So what do you think there, Robbie Gents, of an Alpha Flight movie? Uh, I 
I don't know. I think uh, I feel like kind of similar to the Eternals. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it's a puzzle piece that doesn't fit well into the puzzle currently. Okay, you know, I, I don't think we need it. I think we need some other characters first. Yeah. Um. I mean, whatever. If they do it, that's great. Well, how how would you feel if that was sort of a semi? What if they did a Disney Plus series and this is sort of you change up a little bit of the origins and you make it full on all of them are mutants. And it, yeah, and it kind of it's trying to bring in mutants into the yeah. into the mix in the grand scale of things, and you can even have references of Logan in the process, which we've already had quite a bit in She Hawk and other stuff too. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad way to do it. I mean, it's never a comic book that I really connected with, so I I only read like maybe a couple issues. Um. So I mean, and never like I couldn't even name the characters without looking them up. <laughs> that's that's about how much i know alpha flight that's fucking awesome no uh, which just imagine this all right so the reason i bring up alpha flight is just to bring a little energy to this fucking room here okay we talked about the mcu we talked about the dcu we're still on the mcu actually yeah is as a fun thing that i don't see many people do is why is i decided to make an alpha flight casting choices that i think could fit the characterizations over here we got robbie over here that did a lot of research on the characters i did yeah and he can kind of yeah we're gonna run through it right now and then he's gonna tell me what he thinks about some of my picks and if they would work so robbie who should i start with which character do you are you most uh, excited to hear who i cast who am i most excited about yes um let's see i think i i mean i think we gotta start with defender He's he's the leader of the group. He's kind of like the Captain America plus Iron Man, you know, mix. He's uh he's both those characters shoved together, but he's from Canada. The Guardian? Oh yeah, sorry, did I say Defender? Yeah, you did. Oh shit. <laughs> it's all right. Man. Guardian. Guardian. Fucking Guardian, guys. Uh you didn't hear that. We're gonna cut that out anyway. Yeah, of course, of course. Um yeah, Guardian. I I mean it, yeah. I think it's it's kind of like a ridiculous character that is all of the fantasies of all these like exactly. macho please do explain please do explain his abilities <laughs> explain his powers i mean he's got a he's got a, like a mechanical suit but yep. also his skin tight so it's not bulky like iron man's suit it's like it kind of looks like the nano tech suit uh it gets merged with him so he becomes a cyborg you know he can fly he's got super strength he's got super speed he's super tough you know he so can shoot energy blast out of his hand so essentially he's fucking iron man captain america <laughs> and fucking cyborg yeah all mixed into one all that's in awesome one. with man. a giant canada flag on his chest so <laughs> I, I that's great yeah and you know what since the man is canadian i actually specifically because he is the leader i decided to cast a canadian okay and that's why i'm gonna go with taylor i can never say his fucking last name kish okay. top of him being canadian think he'll nail it semi has a Chris Evansy look to him, and um, yeah, just somebody, somebody I think that would be great for the role. He needs needs some love because uh, he's essentially failed in everything. Oh shit! He actually, uh, true story, he actually played Gambit oh, okay. in X Men Origins. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he's the one iteration of Gambit that we got. I can I can kind of remember that, not that well, but a little bit. There we are. I'll show you. I'll show you a picture right here. Sure okay yeah yeah so i think that he could he could play guardian i think yeah that'd be sweet and uh yeah i mean he needs some love and why not uh why not a 
why not some characters that are essentially outcasts and nobody knows much about? Let's 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 have some fun with it, right? Yeah. All right. So, Mister Robbie Gents, uh, what's the next, next character you'd like? In there? Uh, let's do let's do the brother sister. Let's do North Star and Aurora. I love that you went with that because uh, this I went a little crazy with. Okay. But I think that since they're twins. I'm not going to go fraternal, clearly, because, I mean, that's fucking... I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm going to be looking for C-level actors yeah. way down the fucking line. Yes, no one cares. Exactly. Nobody being... gives a flying fuck, yeah. if we're going to be real about that. Le vale madre. Okay, so for Aurora, yeah, I went with Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. What, what's Julia Stiles been Julia in? Stiles has been in... Uh, you're going to love this. Uh, if... if, if uh, if your wife was over here, she would know. She'll know exactly who Julia Styles in. You're gonna have to bring me a, a picture of all these people. I absolutely am, and I'm actually while we're speaking, I'm looking it up. So she's from Save the Last Dance, all those cheese ass movies. Okay, this is her right here. You've probably seen her in a ton of things. Cool, yeah. All right, so that's my pick. I think uh, she's a, another actress that needs some more love and needs to be in part part of something big. And why not? Right, this is a. Uh, her her opportunity to a big MCU project, so let's throw her in there. Yeah, I mean, I think both these characters are kind of power wise, kind of lame. You know, oh, absolutely, they're like Quicksilver, but they can fly, and sometimes they shoot light out of their hands. Um, not the coolest or like most original. I think if your original plan was to introduce mutants to the MCU, you'd pick people with cooler powers than that, or more interesting powers at least. To be to be fair, we already do have an introduction to the MCU. That's. Uh... Kamala Khan. She's right. the first mutant. Totally. But if you want a larger introduction, I think, okay. you know, she has some pretty, pretty cool powers. And I think some of the other people coming up on the list have some pretty cool powers. But I think these ones are pretty unexpected. No, no, absolutely. They're lame. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but you know what? I mean, Julia Stiles can bring some love to it. Yeah. And then to follow up as a brother, yeah. for whatever reason, I can kind of see them being siblings. Sure. So I went with somebody that's a much better actor, actually. And that is Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> Okay. All right. I do yeah, know who that is. Exactly. But they have like if you look at the picture of them side by side, which I'll actually show you here real quickly, is they have a sort of resemblance to each other. Like to a degree. Okay. Yeah. Right? You know, she's got brown hair there. So yeah. she looks a little more like the last picture she was blonde. Exactly. So right? I can see that. I could see that. So like sure. you can kind of see them being siblings. So that's one of the reasons I went with him. Plus on top of that, I love Joseph and Gordon Levitt. I yeah. mean, I don't think there's many people that don't like him. And yeah, I'd like to see him in the MCU. I mean, the last time we saw him in a superhero flick, it was Dark Knight Rises, and he played uh, Robin Blake. Right, right. Not Dick Grayson, Robin fucking Blake. Yeah. So in this case, he's given an opportunity to, yeah, kind of, I mean, I'm giving him a lame character, but fuck, I mean. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I don't think I mean, he's a lame he, character. I just to, think. Be, to be fucking fair is um it's the classic superman problem of you know they're super strong so how do you write a story about them you know? true but also their powers are fucking lame i mean please explain to the audience that don't know he's just as like as fast as light and can fly and is super strong and super you know it, so he's fucking superman he's superman <laughs> he can't shoot lasers out of his eyes you know? okay so yeah so again but again i mean hey let's have some fun with alpha flight yeah no <laughs> I, right. I, I would be into it and, yeah, you know, why they not? just they just depower them a little bit, which is what the Marvel's done for every comic. Absolutely, like know? Thor was pretty depowered up until uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, all right, all right. What's next? Um, <laughs> on to the next one. Who else do we have? Uh, let's see. Should we do? Is it Snowbird? 
There is Snowbird, and I have, and I do have somebody for her. We should, you know what? We should do Shaman first. Shaman, okay. Let's I do actually, Shaman first. You're gonna love this actor's name, okay? <laughs> because it's fucking like, all right. So first of all, just before I let everyone know, um, the actor's name, just because I think Robin or or Robbie Gents over here <laughs> is gonna have an awesome kick on the name of the actor yeah. because I did look up this because I like this actor. I've seen him in Yellowstone and I just thought, you know, I thought his presence is good mm-hmm. and he's, he yeah, he plays like one of the cops there is, so for Shaman, which is essentially, please do explain to the audience what his abilities are. I mean, he's the first like indigenous superhero. I mean, you know, Native American. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I mean, that's Native he, Canadian. Native Canadian. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and he is the Canada's best surgeon in the comics. Yep. Uh, and then he becomes... Uh, Doesn't sound familiar at yeah, all, man. Not at all. No no other, you know, magic uh, wielder that's a, a, a surgeon. Definitely not. Uh, and he basically becomes, like, you know, a sorcerer, a shaman, a, a magic wielder. Uh, Never heard that story. Yeah. He, he's more spiritual. He's, like, you know, he's working with the... Not working with, yeah. but he's interacting with spirits in Canada. Yeah. Um, and then his like main power is he has a, a medicine bag that has a portal to another dimension. Great story. Never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> and he can, yeah, he can just pull anything yeah. out of this bag that he wants, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, also insanely strong, it seems like. Yeah. From the sounds of it, I'd like to see him against uh, a character that doesn't have similar powers and per, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a nice Doctor little, Strange. The nice Canadian Doctor Strange. I feel well, there like you go. We can Le Cornier d'Or. But it is, it is cool that he is, uh, you know, an indigenous superhero, which we don't get a lot of. No, exactly. I think, I think that's actually, uh, yeah, we need, we need more of that. And, uh, now, yeah, we need, we need more, more color in the MCU. So for yeah, sure. Totally. Like I you mean, were talking today about Namor, how you, absolutely. you, you really love that and direction and I love they that do direction. a similar thing here. I love that direction because as a Latino, uh, a Latino male, myself, a Hispanic, um, it's uh, it's just exciting, right? Because we we don't really have many superheroes, so the fact that they kind of changed Namor's origin a little bit, um, no, it's something that I was absolutely on board with, and that's what got me excited for Wakanda Forever. Just knowing that, yeah. So, but yeah, let's get to the <laughs> let's yeah, get sorry, to the answer go, before go I, before I go on this little rant here. So for Shaman, this is this name. We'll see if Robbie Gents could hold it together. His name is. Moses brings plenty. Brings plenty. That's cool. actually his name. Nice. Moses brings plenty. I'm into it. I like it. So I'll actually, yeah. So I while while we were talking here, I this is actually the yeah. Throw me a picture. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think, yeah, he looks good. I mean, like I said, I haven't read a lot of these comics, but the the few pictures that I've seen, he seems like he could he could play the part. Exactly right. It's looks. Eh, I think I think he'll nail the part. He's a his presence is pretty big. I mean, fuck, look at this picture right here, actually. I think that right there, he just fucking should be dressed like this. That's cool, yeah. Being being the great uh, shaman, right? Is That that was kind of the fun idea that I had is, is yeah, I think I think Moses Brings Plenty would be good. He's a good actor. He's been on Yellowstone and many other things. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, that takes us right into Snowbird, right? So yep. she's uh, an Inuit uh, god that's, yeah. She's, okay, okay. She, she's Inuit, yeah. She's right. an Inuit god. So, I mean, yeah. this is what her comic says. Yeah. I, you know, that's all I can go off of. Uh, that is 
put into the body of a woman, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, and then gains powers from there. Exactly. And so please do keep explaining. Her her powers are... I, I don't know if the woman is Inuit in the story. Yeah. But the god is... Uh, it's, it comes from an Inuit uh, background. Belief, yeah. yeah. Um, and her powers are very similar to, like, Beast Boys. Yeah. Uh, but she, choo- she doesn't choose. She can only transform into animals that are, like... Uh, Canadian animals, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious. But also, so we know, might, we might cool. see a fucking uh, beaver and yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe a loon and they said she can turn into a whale, which I think is pretty badass. You jump at someone and you turn gangster, into a man. whale. Fucking turn into a an owl and then drop on them. You know? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, turn into an owl and then fucking drop as a big ass whale. Yeah, or a bear or something. You know, you know, there's cool things they could do with it. Exactly. So for that choice right there, that's the reason why. I went with Amber Mid-Thunder. If you don't know who she is, she was in the fucking Predator movie that just came out called Prey. Cool. She was fucking great in that movie. Nice, yeah. And why not? I mean, if we're going to do a fun... If we're going to do an Alpha Flight movie, they need a great cast to go with it. Right. So why not the great and powerful Amber Mid-Thunder? She... I mean, if you haven't seen Prey, please go and watch it. It's on Disney... Plus for Canadians, sorry. Nice, okay. And for Hulu and anyone in America that's listening, by all means, fucking watch that movie. If you like Predators specifically, you'll love that movie. Cool, cool. So Amber Mid-Thunder is my choice for Snowbird. Nice. Uh, we don't have that many left, right? We can do... Uh, there's Puck. Yeah. We got... And Sasquatch. Sasquatch. And yeah, okay. Let's do Sasquatch. Okay, Sasquatch. So this one is a little bit of a wild choice here. Okay. You'll know who he is, and most people in the world will know who he is. <laughs> All right. This one is, I'm hoping that he comes out of retirement. That's my only take. Sure. And maybe because it's Disney and it's Marvel, he'll come back for this. I'm going to go with the great Rick fucking Moranis. Fuck it. Let's go with Rick Moranis, man. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And he's been another great, uh, also in Star Balls. I mean, you got to have uh, space more- balls. Spaceballs. Okay, I do know who this is. Yeah, he's yeah. Rick Moranis, man. Rick Scientist. Moranis. Please explain to the viewers here and the sorry, the listeners exactly what what his powers are. I, okay. Well, I mean, the, there's some conflicting information, but he's basically the Hulk, the Canadian Hulk, right? But in turn, instead of turning into a big green guy, he turns into the Sasquatch. Um, and yeah, he got his powers from like. Uh, a mystical spiritual world uh that he interacts with but uh he's basically the canadian hulk you know <laughs> i love it all right which so, is cool you know i'm into it why not man hulk, hulk character is sweet he's I mean, a, he's a physicist at mcgill he's like a professor so exactly <laughs> very similar what, to what some you gotta Bruce love Banner. about it is uh yeah sorry for the interruption there brother is um is uh, the fact that, yeah, I mean, out of, out of all things, it's, Sas- it's a, Sas- a Sasquatch. It's been in Alberta. Yeah. It's been, it's been in other... It's the most, like, you know, when you think of Canadian, it's it's the most Canadian thing of all absolutely. the team members, I feel like, you know. Um, absolutely. I mean, all you need now is that they eat poutine and, and other Canadian-like things, maybe some Canadian bacon you can throw in there. Yeah, yeah. Which... Uh, Those funny, are good Canadian things. Exactly. And funny that you should say, because, I mean, most view- most listeners love bacon, and we got to close out with some Canadian bacon and poutine. And who do we close out with as far as casting? The most popular of 
the alpha flight the most the one that the the fucking mascot man the fucking man okay when you think of the alpha flight who do you think of parker i mean i think of sasquatch but you want me to say puck exactly <laughs> fucking puck and it's the most canadian thing ever what do we what do most canadians do with their hockey stick they hit a puck right that's true that's true exactly so so the mascot over here robbie gents over here says sasquatch i say puck the world says puck and that's why we couldn't go with the guy that i wanted to originally go with because unfortunately he's already casted in the mcu which was peter dinklage so we went with warwick motherfucking davis willow the man himself willow and the reason i went with him is i think that on top of uh him already having close ties with Disney and being part of Willow, etc. I think he'll I think he'll actually be a fun character and people will care about him, right? So I think Warwick Davis will gladly nail Puck. And and do please explain some of his abilities. I mean, I don't really I don't really know. He's like a he was a six foot six guy, but yep. then he, he like went after some ancient artifact and he got shrunk down to three foot three. And now he's like invincible or indestructible and has super strength or something like that. Yep, and he can't age either. So he's like he's like Wolverine, but not as not as cool. If I'm doesn't have honest. claws. Wolverine, the Canadian clawless Wolverine. He's, he's a clawless Wolverine. The, the D with no temper. With no temper, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, all right, cool. Hey man, hey, at least uh, I mean he probably smokes a J. Wolverine drinks beer, so could be. There true. you go. It's a bit. It's a bit of both. Yeah, things, the right? updated Canadian. Exactly. Yeah. I mean the updated Canadian now smokes a J. Sits on his pad, sits on his pad, and uh, you know the old school one. I guess have whiskey and beer, and I guess yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what I'd probably say. Yeah. Alrighty. So, Mister uh, Robbie Gents, going on to the next segment here, is this one I'm most excited to talk about, just because uh, eventually, eventually we will come out with a video regarding this. Okay. It'll be the first official video for the Nasty Things podcast. All right. And this one got nasty. So, because we're the Nasty Things, there's other things that we like to talk about. So, the one we're going to talk about right now is the Evil Dead trailer. So, your opinions on it and things you liked and things you didn't like about it. All right. Well, I got to apologize because uh, I know you were pretty psyched about this trailer. I, I think you're pretty excited about this trailer. Absolutely. And uh, it's unfortunate that I'm on this episode because I I pretty much don't watch any horror movies. <laughs> you know, I really, I'm trying to think of the last one I watched and it was years ago. The you last know? one he saw was Werewolf by Night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, and that uh, was a little too much for him too. It, it was a, a bit extreme, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like Extreme Joaquin over here. That's right. Uh, too hard to handle. No, it was good. Um, I, uh, this is what makes it fun because uh, there's yeah. no way I'm watching this movie. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's all I gotta say. I, I'm excited that you're excited. Absolutely, fun but it's excited. not for me. Yeah, let's let's hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay, so, <laughs> so, uh, so quickly, uh, he he has agreed that uh, for as many viewers as we get and listeners <laughs> that we get today, he will watch the movie. And he'll watch it in 3D, AVX, the whole shebang, if we get a certain amount of viewers. Uh, one viewer a minute? Is that like an unreasonable amount? 
<laughs> How long is this movie? Like probably two hours? Two and a half hours. If 120 people listen to it, I'll watch it. If not, I'll walk there halfway go. through it. There you go. Yeah, 120 movie. people. If 120 people can listen to this right now, and even if it's 120 people about a month from now, either way, which I think it'll be a little earlier than that, he, Mr. Robbie Gents over here will fucking watch that movie. You know what's going to happen? Oh, absolutely. Only like 100 people are going to watch it, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get to see the ending. <laughs> I'm just, it's going to be a hundred. My watch is going to beep. The alarm's going to go off. I'm going to walk out of the movie. Oh, it's going to be great. And that's exactly why I think that it's great that I have you as a guest because, uh, I specifically knew how you would see this movie and you can tell Mr. Robbie over Robbie gents over here. You can ask him over here or so I'll ask him yeah. if he knew what the movie was going to be about or if he knew what, <laughs> what, what genre it was going to be before he saw the trailer. No, I had no idea. I, I, you know, like I should know what Evil Dead is. Um, and I've heard a lot about Evil Dead, but I, I just, you know, I, you told me it was going to be a comedy and I believed you. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, it had some com- comedic elements, you know. There, I, mean, I did laugh at one point. Exactly. She, she jumps out of the bathtub and I was laughing. But. Exactly. So it does have some, it does have some pretty solid, uh, comedic moments, but, uh, <laughs> And that's exactly why I told him it was a comedy because there were some funny parts, right? I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't completely lying. He said if it was a horror, and I didn't answer. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't really lie to him either. That's true. That's so, true. all right. So my my personal take on it yeah. is, um, yeah, it looks fine. I think it's a movie that I I will absolutely check out. I do like horror movies. Uh, anyone that's listening, uh, if you do like a solid slasher, watch X and watch Pearl. They came out uh, now. I can say last year is must-watch movies, solid thriller, last solid slasher that I've seen in a while because the current generation of horror movies are just, yeah, they're just not as, uh, they're not as good as uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, even the most recent Halloween was pretty disappointing. So, yeah, if you want to, if, if you're feeling like, you know, enjoying a solid slasher movie, watch X, watch Pearl. But uh, going back to the, the new Evil Dead movie, Pretty hyped about it. Only thing that's a little bit of a bummer is that Bruce Campbell isn't going to play Ashton and he's not going to pop up in it. So that's a little bit of a bummer because I do love Bruce Campbell. But outside of that, I think it looks fine. It's going to be a fun movie. And I mean, Robbie Jens over here has already agreed that he will go watch it because we are going to get 100 viewers. And I'm hyped to see it with him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> There'll be an update. I'll update. I'll update. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll keep this updated and... And I think uh, the fan base, like I said, you guys will enjoy. Uh, we're we're going to get real nasty with it, man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, I think, uh, yeah, that's one of the few exciting things. So since you're not a fan of that, Mr. Gents, is, um, is there a movie outside of the MCU that you'd like to see? Ooh. Or an upcoming movie that's, that's coming out that you think you're most excited about that's not MCU related? Or... Uh, but a movie in 2023 that you're most hyped for. Man. This I is... actually got a few that I got already on just the back of my head here. You, As not a movie guy, um, this is hard. Uh, what would I say? I liked uh, I liked the first Dune. Uh, uh, that's a fucking great choice already. Uh, I'm into seeing the second one. I would watch that. So you saw Dune, huh? I saw Dune. You finally I... saw it? Uh, I saw, uh, yeah, I probably didn't see it in theaters. I don't see almost anything in theaters, so Damn. it's pretty unlikely that I didn't see it in theaters. But uh, I watched it. I thought it was good. Uh, and I would, I, you know what? 
honestly, I thought it was good, but then I started reading Dune, and I was like, that got me hooked, you know? Really? Yeah, totally. Okay, so you got to tell me about the novelization then, because... It's uh, crazy. That's what I've heard, man. I've heard the novelization's fucking incredible. It's very different than... It, it's like, in my opinion, I like the the direction that the books go. It, obviously, uh, some of the ideas... Like, it just it goes out there. It explains more about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up watching the old Dune movie because Which, of it. not as good, from what I heard. Uh, yeah, not as good, but it explains some different things. Or, or like, they have different... Um, like, it's the same sort of things, and they show you different ways of of visualizing it which i thought was cool um so you just kind of get a different take on, on similar things obviously not as good but but just different which is sweet yeah. um yeah i mean i would do that uh, I, I i i don't know what else is there even there's indiana jones 5 i'm looking at this list i don't care about that <laughs> really uh, i fucking love indiana jones i i like indiana jones too and i will watch the movie but i'm not um i don't i don't know it's the, not something you're super excited for yeah I, I didn't have that like childlike love for Indiana Jones. Oh, absolutely. Me, me, just uh, again, I'm a movie guy. So uh, that, Goodfellas, etc., uh, Back to the Future, those were all massive movies that are a part of my life. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm I, I get what you mean though. I'm cautiously optimistic because Crystal Skull fucking sucked. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but I don't think it was. It didn't live up to like the hype of those other movies, you know. So anyway, I don't know, man. Uh, right. I wish I had a better answer for you, but I no, just... No, Dune, Dune 2 is, is, a, is a fine answer. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, the first Dune movie blew my mind. I thought it was just, uh, I mean, Denis Villeneuve, which uh, I always get his last name wrong. Uh, uh, just a phenomenal director. I've liked a lot of what he's done. Uh, Prisoners, um, Blade, uh, the, the, more, the most recent Blade Runner movie. And, of course... Um, uh, I can't think of it at the top of my head. It's with uh, it's with uh, what's it's with uh, Jeremy Renner. Which, by the way, um, anyone that's listening now that I brought Jeremy Renner there, let's hope for a speedy recovery. He is in a tough spot, and he was in the right there. He hurt his leg pretty badly, from what I hear, from a snowplow, or if it is a snowplow. So yeah, just let's let me just double check that there. But either way, he's he he he's in a he's in a tough spot right now. So let's hope for a speedy recovery. But his his movie there, um, but uh, yeah, Denis Villeneuve is just uh, an incredible, incredible director, and I always look forward to whatever comes out his way, and he happens to be doing the Dune series, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I lied. You know what? Spider-Verse. I want to see Spider-Verse. Oh, that's my number one. That's a fucking excellent pick. The first, because uh, I can still gladly say, um, okay, I've seen all the, Sp- I've seen the Raimi Spider-Man movies, and I've seen... The Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. I've also seen, um, yeah, clearly the Andrew Garfield ones. And I got to say the best Spider-Man movie I've still seen is Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, I think I watched that movie at least once a year. But uh, going back to what I was thinking about Den- Denise Villeneuve is the movie that I was thinking about was actually Arrival. Arrival is the movie I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, Arrival's so, so good. Another, exactly. That's it's what I so mean. so good. Denise Villeneuve is just a fucking exceptional director. So... I can't wait to see what other things he brings in Dune 2. And you as a novel reader, there's probably some things that we can see in the in the follow-up that that are going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't think it, you know, it doesn't go too deep. It just finishes the first, it's like the first and the second half of the first book. Yep. But then it gets crazy after the first book. 
Um, exactly. So I don't think we'll see anything super crazy yet. But if but they keep part, making part three, most likely, yeah. If they keep making them, then yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be crazy. Well, I mean, it's funny since you brought up Dune is that uh, George Lucas actually took a lot of inspiration from Star Wars from the Dune novel. Yeah, so totally. a lot of a lot of what you see in Star Wars very is different because though. of Dune. No, it's very different. Very for sure. different, but lots of inspiration. But a lot of inspiration was taken from Dune. Yeah. So that on its own just kind of tells you how big of an impact Dune, just the novelization, and how big of a deal the movie is, right? Yeah. So, no, that's a fucking great pick, man. So Into the Spider-Verse is your number one, and then you'd probably say Dune at, Dune at number two. Dune two. Yeah, and then, you know, random Marvel movie. Yeah, so you know, I, I'd probably I, go Guardians. Guardians, and then Quantumania, probably. Yeah. You know, those probably won't end up being my top four. Yeah, but they'll probably be something that I didn't expect to see that I really enjoy, like something like mm. Arrival, right? Like, yeah, you, I, I, when I saw Arrival, I wasn't thinking this would be the, my, one of my favorite movies of all time, but then you oh, watch really? it. So would oh, you say so good? Yeah, so good. Oh, it's an excellent movie. Very and, good. And that, and that, that on its own just tells you Denis Villeneuve's just as a director, he's just a great storyteller, great creator. Like, fuck, I mean, I can go on about him. If you haven't seen Prisoners, watch Prisoners. It's with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. No, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's uh, it's it's not a, a big scale movie like the other ones we just talked about, right. but it's an independent film to a degree, right? And no, it's just a, it's just a great. And uh, actually, Paul Dano is also in it too. Cool. So, cool. Uh, but uh, just I just remembered you're not. You I have no, no idea actors who that is. So yeah. Paul Dano is actually the Riddler in the new Batman movie. Okay, I do know. Okay, I mean, I saw that. So I, exactly. I, I know so, the actor, but I would mm-hmm. not know by name. Exactly. So he's uh, he's a phenomenal director. And because uh, of that, I think, uh, yeah, that's, I like, since Prisoners, I've been I've been on board with all his work. Nice. Because that's, that's basically my introduction to him was there. Sweet. Right? As far as uh, my uh, 2023 pick, yeah. I will probably pick... Um, I'll probably go with honestly. Um, I'll probably go with Dune, man. Honestly, Dune Part Two because that's a movie that I actually kind of forgot that was coming out this year. It was uh, Dune Part Two, right? And um, and you know, like again, I really like the first one. And then if I'm gonna pick a second pick, uh, probably Into the Spider Verse and then Guardians Volume Three, and then everything that follows. Oh shit, Creed Three's coming out this fucking year. Damn. Okay. Forget Guardians Volume Three. <laughs> let's go Creed Three, and then Guardians Volume Three. Okay. So those are my picks for movies that I want to see this year that I'm most excited for. Yeah. So I think it's just about that time. We're closing it out. Um, Mr. Robbie Gents, is there something that you'd like to tell the audience to check out? Movies, video games, um, yeah, just anything that you feel that you want to mention. Damn. Uh, so many good things. Uh, what have I been playing lately? I've been enjoying, I mean, if you haven't played Slay the Spire on, uh, on, on PC or on Switch, it's very good. And I think it's on PlayStation as well now. Okay, great. I I might have to check it out then. It's pretty dope. Uh, and if you're looking for a phone game, I would say Super Auto Pets is a free game. Super Auto Pets. Yeah. It's a dope game. It's got a rank to it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, both just like low stress, chilling games. Uh, very similar to kind of chess-like games, so you got to be into a little bit of strategy. But if you like that kind of thing, that that is what I've been enjoying, spending some time doing uh, when I had some time off. So, yeah, check those out. Great, man. Well, uh, Robbie Gents, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, I just got to say a couple of few things to the audience here. 
And uh, in this segment, I'm going to talk about boxing, but let's give an applause to uh, the great Robbie Gents. Sweet. Thanks, man. I really, yeah, had a great time. I, I'd definitely come back again. So, uh, All right, great. We'll, just, have you, we'll have you on soon. Just let me know. Bye. Sweet. All right, so just before I close, close this segment, the Nasty Things podcast here. One of the things we like to get nasty with is boxing and also mixed martial arts. So just before I have you guys leave... Um, I just wanted to talk, just yeah, just do a quick qu- talk about uh, the card coming up, this, which is uh, tomorrow, um, which is the great Gervonta Davis against Hector Garcia. And uh, one of the reasons that it's a fight to be excited about is, for one, is Gervonta Davis. And Gervonta Davis, as you've seen, is one, Floyd Mayweather's protege. On top of that, he can hit like a motherfucker. And uh, he's just a, he's just must-see TV. He hits, he cracks. He's got a very excellent fight IQ. And he sets you up. I mean, as you saw with Roly Romero, he set him up nicely, planted the punch, caught him. So he's always excellent to watch. But Hector Luis Garcia, people are sleeping on. And the reason that I say that is, first he fought Chris Colberts. And Colberts uh, was a major favorite and... Hector Garcia lit him up and just made easy work of him. The only big things that um, I would counter with uh, Hector Garcia and some of the things that he's got to do is uh, one of the big things that he's got to do is he's got to be perfect tonight. He's got to be perfect tomorrow night. And uh, because against a guy like Gervonta Davis, all it takes is one second, one hit, and lights out. And in previous encounters where Hector Luis Garcia, he goes on the inside, he does, he, he lands good punches, but uh, he gets hit a lot. So Hector Garcia, I think, will make it an excellent fight. It'll be a lot closer than people give it. The odds are just out of their mind with the way they're, um, with the way they have Gervonta Davis as this massive favorite. He He clearly deserves to be the favorite, but I do think that Hector Luis Garcia is going to put up a great fight. And my prediction for that one is, I think uh, Hector Luis Garcia actually wins a lot of the rounds. You can even have him up for most of the contest. He might even be up almost the whole fight. But I just think eventually Tank catches him and it's lights out. So I'm going to go with an 11th round stoppage for Gervonta Davis. Now on to the to the co-feature, the co-main event. Which is my boy Jerron Boots fucking Ennis. And my boy Jerron Boots Ennis, if you don't know who he is, man, do yourself a solid and check this man out. One of the one of the most exciting prospects that I've seen, not just in boxing, just in all combat sports. His ability to switch stances from south to orthodox and his ability to to find angles and catch his opponent. His speed, his power, absolutely phenomenal. And for that reason alone, it's just just that on its own is uh is worth uh is worth checking out. I mean, just his ability on his own. And he has a step up uh tomorrow, which again I think it's uh it's a fine step up, which is uh Karen Chakadzian. And Karen Kagaxian. I can't even say his name real well. Chakaxian. Is a fine opponent and a fine test. But again, I just think that Jerron Ennis and his ability to switch stances, his ability to go in and out, and his ability to time his opponent 
will just be too much for the great um, Karen Chakazian. Chakazian, Jesus Christ, this is a, a mouthful here. And I think that he actually gets a stoppage early on. I'm going to say six-round stoppage for Jerron Ennis. And uh, on to our third, our third fight here. Um, Demetrius Andre making his long-awaited return. It's been a minute since we've seen Demetrius Andre. I mean, talk about a guy you feel for. The guy's been chasing every single opponent you can think of. Charlo, Canelo, name it. We're talking about the crim of the crop. But he just doesn't. Nobody seems to want to want him want to fight him. So for that reason alone, it's you know I mean you kind of you got you kind of got to feel for the guy. He's uh but but you know here's his opp- opportunity to 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 have a big win here against uh against uh, Nicholson here, and if he can get a win here, you know he he goes into the right he he takes a step in the right direction into possibly having uh, bigger names in the future. But again, it's just he's he's in a, he's in a tough spot. He's a very under, uh he's he's a, he's a fighter that most people don't like to watch just cuz of his style. He's very in and out. And uh yeah, just may, basically has his opponents chasing him the whole time. So, for that reason alone, it's it's hard to market Demetrius Andre, but hey, I mean, uh, if anyone deserves a big W, it's, it's, it's Demetrius Andre, and I think he gets it done by decision tomorrow. All right. So, with that being said, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. And uh, to all my listeners out there, I look forward to, to having you guys uh, listen to more of these. And, uh, yeah, I love all you motherfuckers. And remember, keep it fucking nasty.